This is Jeff Power, senior writer with Real Time Fantasy Sports, and welcome to another edition of the Real Time Fantasy Sports Podcast. On today's podcast, I'm going to be flying solo. I'm going to help you get ready for week 11 of the fantasy football season. I'm going to talk about some of the news of the week and also give you some hot, cold, and sleeper plays for week 11 of the fantasy season. Before I get to that, I did want to mention that you can continue to play new fantasy games here at Real Time Fantasy Sports. Just go to rtsports.com and click on the Fantasy Faceoff link. We have Fantasy Faceoff games at three different price points. This is an Three, this is a three-week tournament with eight teams, and you can pick any player you want on your team. You just have to advance on a weekly basis, and once you pick that player, you cannot pick them again. It's a three-week tournament, different price points, and different payouts for those price points. I highly encourage you to sign up if you want to get in another league at this point of the season. Just go to www.rtsports.com and click on the Fantasy Faceoff link at the top of the page. And now, here is my Week 11 preview. First off, I wanted to talk about the news of the week. One thing I wanted to mention is that the new IR feature where players can return at some point during the season, and we have several players getting ready to return from that IR. Danny Woodhead, Corey Coleman, and Greg Olson are all players that are set set to return either this week or the following week. And a lot of these players were dropped in their leagues. A lot of fantasy owners just got rid of them because they needed the roster space. But now they're going to return, and they're likely going to play a big role in all of their offenses. So I would encourage all of you to go grab these players if you need some help at the running back, receiver, or tight end position, especially Olsen. I've seen him dropped in leagues, which is very surprising because he's a top five fantasy tight end when he's playing. But he's out there in some leagues, and he's likely to return in week 12. So go grab him if you need the tight end help. And Minnesota, they announced that Case Keenum will start this week. I think this makes sense. He had a four-touchdown game last week, and he has multiple scores two straight games, and the team's playing well. But still, with that said, Keenum has not been an all-pro player all year long. He's had some struggles along the way, and Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the starter for that team at some point this season. I think he will get a starting chance in the next week or two. Keenum also has a lot of pressure on him right now to keep performing well to keep that starting job. So I would not be surprised if he has some bumps in the next week or two, which will allow the Vikings to name Bridgewater the starter for the rest of the season. So for now, Keenum makes sense to start for this week, but I would expect Bridgewater to take over at some point this season. And there was all sorts of drama with Martellus Bennett. Who knows what really happened with his shoulder injury? There's talk that the injury wasn't quite as bad as it was originally reported, and he's actually, you know, can play pretty well with the injury, or it's it's just a, it's a mess. But regardless, he lands with New England, which is just a great landing spot for him. We saw what he did there last year in that number two tight end role behind, behind Rob Gronkowski. And last week, he played limited snaps, but still caught three passes for 38 yards. I think that's very encouraging for Bennett. And as long as he's healthy and playing, I think he could help fantasy teams the rest of the way as a spot starter. So I would go grab him if you need some tight end help. I think he could be a surprise and help fantasy teams down the stretch. And another quarterback news, the Cardinals, I think they should give Blaine Gabbert a shot to start a quarterback this week. There were reports early in the week that Gabbert was going to start this week, but they kind of downplayed that now saying Drew Stanton will be the starter as long as he's healthy, but he might not be healthy for the game. And I just don't understand why the Cardinals keep wanting to stick with Stanton, who's completing 48% of his passes. He has not looked great in that offense, and he's had some struggles completing the ball, especially balls down the field. 
So I think it's worth a shot to give Gabbard a start at quarterback for the Cardinals, especially after last season when Gabbard finally showed some signs of life as a starter for San Francisco. I think he has some potential in that offense if he gets a chance to start. So I hope that Cardinals really do give Gabbard a shot to start. Keep an eye on the notes for the latest on that situation. The Cardinals have not named a starter as of the time of this podcast. Lastly, the big, big fantasy news of the week was Tyrod Taylor getting benched in Buffalo. I was really surprised by this one. He really hasn't been that bad all year. He he has just three interceptions all season. The team's played pretty well. They've won some games. Taylor's moved the offense at times. I know they struggle at times, but the big issue with Buffalo is their awful rush defense. This has been really bringing the whole team down. They were torched last week on the ground, and it really led to their huge defeat. And I, I don't think Taylor's the huge issue here, but maybe the coaching staff sees something in Nathan Peterman, and they think he's just a better fit for the offense. But he did not look great in the preseason, so my expectations for Peterman are low. I still expect Buffalo to be a run-first team, so I would not get my hopes up too high if I have anybody in the Buffalo passing game going forward, especially at the receiver position. It worries me a little bit to see Peterman name the starter. I think there could be some struggles there, and the Buffalo is going to really rely on the run going forward. So it could be good news for LaShawn McCoy owners. And now for the Week eight, week 11 plays, some hot plays. I'll give you two hot plays. One of my hot plays is Isaiah Crowell with Cleveland. He's finally shown some signs of life. He's sixth in running back scoring his last three games. He has touchdowns two straight games, and he has at least four receptions two of three games. He's finally living up to his preseason potential. I know I had a lot of high hopes for him, and he got off to a slow start. And he was actually dropped in a lot of leagues, but now he's gaining steam, and I think he's worth using once again, especially this week against Jacksonville. Jacksonville is very, very good against the pass, but they do struggle against the run. They rank just 25th overall against the rush. They allow 120.7 rushing yards per game. So I think Crowell has good value as a number two fantasy back in this matchup. Another player I like a lot this week is Sterling Shepard with New York. I think he's going to be huge. He had a double-digit catch performance last week, also hit the 100-yard mark. He is the new Odell Beckham of this offense. I think Eli Manning looks his way often, and he's going to get a lot of targets down the stretch. I know he isn't Odell Beckham. He doesn't have the talent of of Beckham, but Shepard is a very talented receiver, and if he keeps getting this amount of targets, he's going to produce very big for fantasy teams, and I think he'll do great this week against the Chiefs. They allow the most fantasy points to receivers on the season, and they rank just 28th overall against the pass. So Shepard is in store for a big week 11. Now for a couple cold plays. One of my cold plays is Cowboys running back Alfred Morris. He got his first start of the season last week. He actually looked pretty good. He ran 11 times for 53 yards. The issue was he ran just 11 times, and he also didn't catch a pass. Rod Smith got most of the work when it came to passing situations, with which is a concern for Morris. I still think he's a good play in favorable matchups against the run, but I think in games where Dallas could struggle against the rush, I think Morris is worth a bench spot, especially this week against Philadelphia, who's first overall against the run, and they allow the fourth fewest fantasy points to running backs on the season. I would not use Morris in this matchup. He'll do better in the coming weeks when he has more favorable matchups on the ground and he is not going to lose uh, in games. He's not going to lose playing time to Rod Smith because the Cowboys are going to be throwing often. So I would leave Morris on my bench in week 11. Another player I'd leave on my bench is Rashard Matthews of Tennessee. He is another player that has picked up his play of late, kind of like 
Crowell. He has 50 or more yards, three or four games, and touchdown. He had a touchdown two weeks back, which is good news for him. But he hasn't been great all season. He has four games with fewer than 40 yards, so he's not a sure thing by any means. And he plays the Steelers this week, who have been tremendous against the pass all year. I know they lost Joe Hayden to injury last week, but they still have a very good pass defense, and they rank second overall against the pass and allow the fourth fewest fantasy points to receivers. So I think Tennessee is going to struggle to throw the ball in this matchup. I would leave Matthews on my bench in week 11. Now I'll give you a couple sleeper plays before I let you go. One of my sleepers is Jay Cutler in Miami. The Dolphins are a complete mess as a team, but Cutler's producing well. He has touchdowns, multiple touchdowns, four straight games, and he has five touchdowns to just one interception his last two games. He's starting to become fantasy relevant once again, and I think he's worth using this week against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay allows the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks in their 29th overall against a pass. So I think Cutler is a great streaming option for fantasy teams in Week 11. I think he'll do well again in this matchup and could get multiple scores once again. And my last sleeper is Nelson Aguilar of Philadelphia. He has disappeared some in recent weeks, and I know he's been dropped by some fantasy teams because of that. He has fewer than 40 yards, two straight games, which isn't great. But he had touchdowns three straight games before those last two weeks, and he has five total touchdowns for the season. He's been a top red zone target for Philadelphia throughout the year, and I think he could find the end zone this week against Dallas. Dallas is a team that's reeling right now against the pass. They really struggled against Atlanta last week, and I think Philadelphia is going to have some big-time success throwing the ball in Week 11. So I think Aguilar could be a good spot start as a number three for fantasy teams, or he could be even used as a flex player in Week 11. And that's all I have for this week in Week 11. I wish you a lot of luck in all your games, and thanks a lot for tuning into the podcast once again. This has been Jeff Power for Real Time Fantasy Sports. Have a great day, everyone.